This is the O Shift podcast series with best-selling author Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker, brought to you by our friends at National MI University. Welcome to the O Shift podcast series. This is Mark Tucker and JP. Well, hello everybody. Nice to be back with you. Hello, hello. Thanks for listening. Oh, you're glad welcome. you're here. Oh, <laughs> you too. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Wild card. Wild card. Wild. Wild card. Uh, I had an alarm clock when I was a kid. It was this, it was like a stick of dynamite, and it was. Oh, <laughs> I still remember. It's like thirty years That's ago. That's incredible. Did you like? You know how there's yeah, some I noises. Loved it. Oh, really? Yeah, because I mean, it was sure to wake me up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> what are we talking about in the wild card? Oh, right. So one of the things that I thought would be worthwhile to talk about is you know most of the people who are listening to this right now they're in an industry they work they do valuable work mm-hmm. but I wanted to talk about fulfillment in the work that you do. Hmm. And the fact that what we found as we've traveled around is that there's many people, not saying, listener, that you're one of mm-hmm. these, but that feel like they don't feel fulfilled. There's sort of, sort of this missing level of fulfillment in the work that mm-hmm. they do. And I was hoping that you might comment on oh, that. Oh, yeah. So fulfillment. It depends on what you consider fulfillment. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, would, I would say that um, in the work that I've done with professionals as a coach, fulfillment often is defined as feeling like they have made a contribution with the work that they do. All right. First of all, is there a value in fulfillment? Well, I was just at a conference and um, the guy asked in one of the breakouts, he asked, you know, why do you people do what you do, coaches? And um, everyone's like, to make a difference in others, you know, to help or to feel like you're making a contribution, whatever. And I was just so amazed by that. No one said money. Yeah. Like nobody said money. Right, right. Um, so I just found that interesting. And he affirmed that the the real motivator for most professionals is that they feel like they're making a contribution, like they're making a difference in the world. Okay. And so I, it made me think about this client that I had. We'll call him Bob because I always call sure. everyone Bob. He was an insurance professional um, feeling unfulfilled. And we got down to brass tacks where the reason he felt unfulfilled was because he couldn't find the connection that he was making between like the work that he had to do every day and his contribution to the greater good of the world. He just felt like he was pushing insurance on people. Yeah, like he's making calls, you know, and he's getting no's and sometimes yeses and then like, you know, doing the grind. Right. And he was really struggling with making the connection and he was sure that he wanted to get out, Mm. right? Like to maybe make a move into another industry. And so, of course, you know, as I do, I challenge my clients to um, challenge their thinking. What turned out to be something that he couldn't see as a contribution after a few questions and him really, you know, doing the work, he realized that there was an absolute connection between the work he was doing and the contribution. Because without him offering this service and product, there would be no way that people could feel safe, secure, protected, 
uh, confident, for example, right. in their health, in their um, potential accident, or God forbid, death, yeah. that they their people will be taken care of. And I know that I know that a lot of people can make this. Yeah. That's an easy. Like even he was like, "Oh my God, how did I lose sight of that?" Sure. And I think we lose sight of it because we look at the tasks. Yeah. And we get so zeroed in on what we're doing that we don't see the effects. I totally get that. I mean, I, I could really understand why he might have gotten tripped up because mm. in the, and I know that this happens a lot with folks that are in sales, real estate, real sure. estate sales, insurance sales, but it's also connecting people. It's a necessary uh, person to connect people with something they need very mm-hmm. desperately. But you, you're in the trenches and you're feeling, you know, any sales, mostly what you hear is no, and that start, that can weigh on you and make you feel like you're pushing something on somebody. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I could really understand how you can get caught up in not being connected to the fulfillment. Yeah, it helps to zoom out, like take like what a coach will call a 30,000 foot view and like look down and see what your contribution is to the bigger whole because there there is a contribution i don't care who you are or what you do there is a dare i say massive contribution substantial contribution you're making to the greater good regardless of the job that you're doing right honest to goodness i i don't i can't think of a job a legal job um even some illegal jobs <laughs> that are <laughs> that that do not make a contribution that's why they exist yeah. like a job if you looked up the definition of the job it would probably mean like something contributive right you know had you not taken him through that process understanding what fulfillment he or contribution he was making yeah he could have gotten out of it moved to another job and been in the same same boat because he didn't have that exercise that's right now at least if he makes it if he does make a change he knows the value in yeah because let's be clear the fulfillment for many people and not all i'm sure there's different variables but for uh, fulfillment comes from feeling like the person is making a contribution like maybe there are other ways that people find fulfillment, but um, this one is a biggie. Well, it's yeah, no, I I agree, and I think there are other areas of fulfillment. I I don't think it's totally. the only one. And money, I think, could be a. I mean, w- not just money, but benchmarks. I am a goal oriented type of person, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like to, I like lists. I like to be able to check off that I accomplished things. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a level fulfilling. Of, that is fulfilling mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying hitting monetary goals. Right. I think a lot of people like, I don't want to say that it's about money for me. It's like, that's okay. It's, it's about like, yeah. the, like I fed my family. I'm doing better than my parents did. You know, the, right. sure, money plays into it, especially in this culture. But feeling like you make a contribution is a, is a huge one. And so connecting to that. I think it's part of the human condition. It's tribal, right? We want to feel like we are contributing to the tribe. So it, the tribe protects us and keeps us safe and whatnot. So I think it's absolutely natural. I'm always surprised, though, how money is, in many studies and research, money isn't a driving factor for a lot of people. I mean, like, I am, I still sometimes don't believe it, especially in our capitalistic society. But oh, it's not. So they say that it's yeah, not they say a very important one. Yeah, and I don't know whether they're just saying that to, I don't know. <laughs> Well, no, I support a more contributive mentality or what? Well, I think maybe it gets back to what you said. I mean, historically, we have to feel like we are contributing. Yeah. I mean, that is that's huge. It's a survival. It's a very survival. survival. Yeah. Way more social acceptance is actually a way greater motivator than any sort of uh, financial gain. 
That is so mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we are dependent on that for our survival. So, yeah, so maybe there's like a twofold um, opportunity here. One is if you're not finding fulfillment in your work, what is your definition of fulfillment and how can you sort of look at it in a different way? And I would recommend our specific example, which is really trying to make the connection of what you do and how it contributes to the greater good. Yeah. Right? And the other thing is, what is your definition of fulfillment and can you be okay with that? Like maybe someone's definition of fulfillment is different than yours. Right. And by by identifying your own, you can then be more equipped to, you know, to find that. Right. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Yeah. This is just a pause for you guys to just be with where you're at and again, challenge your thinking around it. And if you need help, don't hesitate to ask, you know, help from a coach or a, a buddy or a parent or, you know, absolutely. a mentor. Absolutely. And, and that, that whole thing about stopping, taking a few moments, maybe even every day yeah. and recognizing like areas that you do contribute. Connect the dots. Because there are, I guarantee there are. Many, many, many. You'll be surprised when you start to actually do that exercise. So, all right, folks. Um, fulfillment is yours to define, and it's yours also to have. You deserve to feel fulfilled. You are a great contribution to this world. The world could not be the same without you. So don't forget, you're important. We love you, and you get to love yourself. Thanks again to our friends at National MI for sponsoring today's topic. If you're interested in learning more about National MI's mortgage insurance products and services and the webinars and courses they offer, please visit nationalmi.com slash MIU. Also to find out more about O-Shift and how you can get international speaker Jennifer Powers to keynote at your next event, visit oshift.com. We hope you join us again.